for tuning in to today's episode of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zerubin, and I'm joined today by Megan Van Sloten. Hi, everyone. As always, this podcast is brought to you by MarvelousMouseTravels.com, where we're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. This week, we're going to discuss Sandals Antigua with Megan. She just recently came back from a wonderful vacation from there, and I'm excited to hear everything that she has to say about it. Hi, Megan. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Pretty good. I'm really happy that you were able to go travel and <laughs> get to leave the U.S. And um, I loved your pictures. Like, I love being able to vicariously live through you as you went. <laughs> it was so amazing. And I will tell you guys all about it. But it, just in general, it felt not only so safe, but so normal. And it was like the thing that I needed the absolute most right now. And coming, being back, I just feel so rejuvenated and I feel like ready to conquer the world. And it's just a great feeling. Well, I think we're all there right now. I think we all need that restart <laughs> button. <laughs> Literally, it definitely found yours. If I could suggest one thing to anybody right now, it would be to go on a vacation. Like that is what we all need. Well, I'm really glad that you got to go and do that. So <laughs> I want to hear all about it though, because like I said, I got to follow your, your Facebook page. So I got to see everything that you're posting. Um, but I know that there was some work that was involved into getting there. Yes. So I want to start, I guess, with some of your travel. Um, but I know there's some work that happens before the travel, like as far as testing and requirements and all of that. So do you want to go ahead and start there? Yeah. So one of the requirements for any passenger traveling to Antigua, whether you are visiting from the United States or another country, or you are a resident of the country, before you can uh, fly into Antigua, you have to present a negative COVID test within seven days. And so this has to be a PCR test, which is the nasal swab. So you actually have to go to, you know, a testing site in your area in urgent care, wherever you can find it and get the test done. Uh, so we went to a local urgent care. Uh, we had it done on Sunday and we were leaving the following Saturday. Um, we think it was like maybe three or four days they got it back to us, um, printed off our results from online. Uh, we brought those with us. There was a form that we had to fill out too, um, on like the Antiguan government website. Um, basically it was just a quick, like, this is my name. This is when I'm coming. This is where I'm staying. And this is how long I'll be there kind of thing. There wasn't a lot involved in that. Um, and then we got to the airport they, before we even left our flight, we left out of Buffalo. Uh, before we even left, they checked our COVID tests to make sure we had them. Um, and then we were on our way. Okay, so um, then people are going to want to remember to always take that documentation with them then too. Yes, that is, a, okay. that is as important as your passport because you are not going anywhere without it. Um, so not only did they check it when we went to Buffalo, but they, so it actually... It was kind of a, a long flight pattern for us to get there. Um, the only flights that are going every day out of the United States right now are from Miami. Um, there are some airlines that are doing flights on like certain days of the week, but because the flight was out of Miami and we can't get direct flights from my area to Miami, we had to have an overnight layover in Chicago. Um, we flew out of Chicago the next morning to Miami and then from Miami to Antigua. So they checked our COVID test again before getting on the plane to Antigua. Uh, they also gave us a form that we needed to fill out 
uh, on the flight from Miami to Antigua that asked us questions about, you know, whether we'd been around anybody that had been diagnosed with COVID, whether we had symptoms of COVID, uh, things of that nature. So we had to fill all those out. Um, depending on how you answered those questions, there was a possibility of further screening when you got to Antigua, but both of my, my husband and I answered no to everything. So uh, it was pretty simple for us what happened when we landed in Antigua. Uh, we got into the you know typical customs line. Uh, it did take a little bit longer just because there happened to be another flight that landed right before us. So things were a little backed up. And, you know, of course, they're trying to keep everybody as socially distant as possible while taking temperatures and going through health screenings and things like that. So you, once you work your way through the line, um, the first step is they take your temperature with like a thermal camera. So I had this really fancy camera that was hanging from the ceiling that they, you know, placed you on like an X and they took your temperature one at a time to make sure that you were set. Uh, after you had your temperature checked and you were cleared, you went on to like a health screening desk. Uh, so that's where you would talk to somebody, you would give them your screening form uh, that had you know, all your COVID questions on it. They took that from you. They asked for your contact information. Um, and then they took your COVID test. They made a copy of those. And then they gave them back to you. And we were on our way. Um, went through the customs desk. You know, their typical custom related questions. Stamp your passport. And we were on our way. Oh, that's, I mean, I know that it sounds like a lot, a big process, but it really, it doesn't. And it really, honestly, when, when you think about the grand scheme of things and like, the hoops that you need to jump through to go to your doctor's office or to go to the school or to go to the grocery store or wherever people are trying to go these days. Like when you think that you're trying, you're doing this to try to enter a country that, you know, is trying to keep COVID out of their country. And realistically they can't afford to manage it coming to their country. So they want to be extra precautious. Um, it, it wasn't too much to ask by any means. Like they had a very organized system for it. And knowing that they're doing all of this means that like, that you're going to be safe and you don't have to worry about it on your vacation. Like that was the best part for me is the vacation itself was so incredibly normal because you did all of this stuff that led up to it that you didn't even have to think about COVID when you got there because the odds that anybody had COVID on your resort were slim to none. So you can just go about your, your day. You know, there was obviously a lot of cleaning procedures, a lot of sanitizing, things like that, but everything for the most part was normal and it was wonderful. I love that you said that. <laughs> I think that's really what most people need to hear is, is you are, you're going to enjoy it because you know that you're not in that environment anymore. Yep. Um, okay. So once you get to the airport, oh, did you take sandals transportation or how did you get to your resort? Yep. So we took the sandals transportation. Um, so every sandals resort offers free transportation from the airport. Um, so of course we use that from Antigua. Um, they have a desk right outside the airport where they have all of their, uh, transportation vendors lined up. Um, so you walk up to the sandals desk, um, you sanitize when you get there again, they have socially distant markers. They actually sprayed down all of your luggage with some kind of sanitation material. Um, so in case your luggage was carrying anything, it shouldn't be, that wasn't coming with you. Um, they had all of our shuttles organized. So it was only six couples per shuttle. So that way, or I'm sorry, three couples per shuttle. So we each had our own row. So we were pretty spread out there. Um, still had masks on throughout the shuttle. Uh, when we got to the resort, they took our temperature again. They made us sanitize again. And then once we were there and we were checked in, that's when we were allowed to remove our masks and kind of go about our vacation. They took us to our resort or our room the same way they normally do. Once you're checked in, uh, 
Sandals will escort you to your room with your luggage. Uh, so they took us there and our room was actually sealed. Like there was a, a sealed sticker on the door that said like sealed for cleanliness. So you knew that once your room was clean, nobody else had touched it. It was completely sanitized and nobody else was going in there besides you. So you went in there and did your thing. And there was, you know, all kinds of paperwork in the room that showed you all the different cleaning touch points and all of the steps that they're taking to make your room clean. So you knew when you were going in that everything was spotless and you didn't have to worry about anything in there either. Oh, that's fantastic. Like knowing that they've done that extra detail to really give you that peace of mind. Oh, it was great. So let's talk about, and I, we'll go back to what your room itself was like, but can you tell me about the actual environment itself? Like what was the crowd levels like? What did you see kind of walking in towards your room? So the resort itself was pretty dead. I would say maybe like 30% full, if that. We had no problem, you know, keeping our distance from people. I didn't find any spot in the um, resort to be overly crowded. We did congregate with people as, you know, we had conversations with people. We didn't feel like we needed to completely isolate ourselves from everyone. Because remember, all of these other people at the resort also had their negative COVID tests coming into this. So the odds that we were going to get infected by any one of them was very, very low. So like we still got to, you know, have normal conversation, make friends, things like we would normally do. Um, all of the staff at Sandals Resort is wearing masks. So that's important to think, um, you know, in the off chance that they're bringing something in, um, they're all masked to, you know, keep things contained. They're also temperature checked on a regular basis. They're sanitizing on a regular basis. The country of Antigua in general has a very, very low infection rate also. So again, the odds that they're bringing something onto the resort are pretty slim. Um, but Sandals is taking all those precautions there too to make sure that their staff is not bringing anything into the resort. I mean, just going off that, like what you've just said, like this is really the time to go. Like if you can go when yeah. there's not a whole lot of people there, you know, like that's, this is when you should take advantage of it. Pricing right now too is pretty great. Like I, we got our room for a price that I never thought we would have gotten our room for in the past. Um, so I was definitely very happy with that. So if it's something that you could afford and that, you know, everyone has their own circumstances right now when it comes to travel and who you're caring for back at home and, you know, what your kids are doing with school and so on and so forth. But if it's something that you think you can make work, I suggest it 110%. Well, speaking about budget, do you want to tell me a little bit of what your room was like as far as like, you don't have to go into how much you spent, but just tell me a little bit about what it was to stay there or what it was like to yeah. stay there. So we stayed in the Mediterranean side of the resort. I think it's, they called it like the Mediterranean Tower. Um, so if you've ever been to Sandals Grand Antigua or if you've looked at a map or looked at anything, you know, pictures, um, it's the big giant building that's um, towards the back of the resort overlooking uh, the main pool area and part of the ocean, depending on what floor you're on. Um, so we did not have an ocean view, but we did have a nice balcony that looked over the resort. Um, our room was club level, uh, which is something I definitely do recommend right now. Um, and I'll get into restaurants a little bit um, in the later on, but um, having access to room service right now is very, very helpful. Um, I know when I personally visit Sandals Resort, I like to restaurant hop, and that's not much of a possibility right now, uh, just the way they have things set up. So having the ability to order room service, you know, in those downtimes like if you're looking for a snack before a late dinner or something like that it was really nice to have access to that 
And also if you're somebody that wants to, you know, lay low or you're really looking to avoid people, not that it's not possible at the restaurants, they're all, you know, pretty spaced out and socially distant. But if you want to eat in your room, that's a great option too, to be able to order room service. And that was fantastic. I should add, um, club level at sandals also includes, uh, liquor in your room where the regular rooms do not, that's just beer and wine. Uh, so if having liquor in your room is something that you'd like to, uh, consider i would definitely suggest club level or butler rooms too we'll have that also oh yeah so i want to bring up that is standard and at no extra costs right to have the liquor in your room uh with a club level yeah there's no additional cost to that so let's move in a little bit since you kind of already hit on the restaurants let's talk about the restaurants um were you able to go to different restaurants and has there really been any type of changes to the restaurants since this all happened yeah, so we did visit a lot of the restaurants. Um, we weren't able to visit all of them. Um, there are, I think, 11 different restaurants on property there. So um, we were only there for six nights. So that <laughs> automatically makes it. Um, one of the things to consider is that uh, reservations are required for most restaurants there now. Um, this was not a thing at Sandals pre-COVID. Um, before COVID, it was maybe only a handful, if that, of restaurants that needed reservations. Um, but post-COVID, now that they have less tables in restaurants and are trying to keep everyone socially distant, they are requiring reservations at each restaurant and you can only make one reservation a night. Um, so that is something that is key when you arrive at your resort. You're going to want to make those reservations right away to ensure that you get the specific restaurants that you're really looking for and that you get good availability. Okay, so I saw pictures of yummy food. <laughs> Do you want to go into <laughs> the things that you ate? I mean, because some of it looked delicious. Oh, yes, it was all <laughs> so good. Um, so the first night we ate at, um, and this is probably one of my favorite restaurants that I've eaten at Sandals so far. So uh, Barefoot by the Sea, they have it a few different Sandals. I know I've had it at the Grand St. Lucian, and it's a seafood restaurant, and it's like picnic tables out on the sand, and we had lobster and mahi-mahi and swordfish and calamari and I literally ate the whole ocean it was wonderful (laughs) (laughs) it sounds wonderful (laughs) it was so good um we did uh kimonos is sandals hibachi restaurant which um is at most of their resorts so a lot of you might be familiar with that if you're familiar with sandals property so we did that and it was wonderful uh, we did soy, which is Sandal Sushi Restaurant, and that was wonderful. Oh, what else did we do? We did the pub, um, the British pub, which is always great. They usually have some kind of British pub at most Sandals restaurants. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, the other night we did, um, we actually went to the Sandals returning guest uh, dinner. So they had a dinner that they uh, schedule for returning guests of Sandals. So if you're part of Sandals Loyalty mem- loyalty Club and you visited Sandals before, um, they offer you the option to come to uh, their returning guest dinner. And it's kind of like a thank you for being a uh, loyal guest to Sandals and for revisiting us. And we had a really nice uh, servant turf dinner. That was great. Uh, we also got a free bottle of rum like to, for us to take home with us when we left, which was super awesome. Oh, that's nice. Um, but it was it was so refreshing to go there and uh, the general manager of the resort actually talked to us and he talked to us about the returning of everyone to Sandals post COVID and just like how meaningful it was to have guests back because you have to remember that countries like Antigua survive solely based on tourism. 
Like mm-hmm. we are, that is their number one source of income. So when things like COVID hit, they were struggling more than the United States was for sure. We know how many people were unemployed in this country. Think about how many people were unemployed in a country that relies on tourism. So getting guests back to the resort meant a lot to them. Uh, he did tell us that they officially have all 720 uh, Sandals Grand Antigua employees back to work, which was wonderful. Uh, so it was really just like very motivating and very happy to see, uh, you know, things while COVID is still here and it's not gone, things are starting to get back to normal and we're starting to figure out how to function around it and be safe and still have fun. And it, it just made me feel so good. That's fantastic news that they're all back in work and, you know, they're all ready and willing to, to open their arms and bring us back in, you know? They, they were so happy to have everybody there. That's, that was the thing that was just like so heartwarming is just how happy the employees were to see everybody back at Sandals and to be working again. And it's, it was just a great feeling. So what kind of nightlife entertainment did they have while you were there? Uh, so... Every night they did try to do nighttime entertainment things. Um, I, anybody who's familiar with the sandals um, is going to know that each resort will typically put on some kind of nightlife something. Um, some resorts are definitely more rowdy, I guess, than others. Um, I think that they did try to put some nightlife together. Um, just the fact that it was very low crowds, I think the nighttime entertainment while it was there I don't think that there was any kind of like crazy interaction from guests I don't think you had a ton of people that were like you know getting crazy you know a lot of times like the pubs will get kind of rowdy and things like that the pub was definitely open there was definitely people there Um, you know they had dancers at certain nights on the stage they had karaoke certain nights on the stage things like that but I don't think that there was just given how few people were at the resort in general there was not a ton of people like out partying and dancing and all that kind of jazz when it came to nightlife it was um more relaxed yeah I mean and I can't say that what this will look like in the future like when if more guests start coming if nightlife will start to increase things like that it's kind of hard to predict but I think that what we saw in lower level nightlife was just due to lower crowds in general yeah, I mean that should all hopefully change as more time, as more time yeah. passes. I would I would anticipate that the more people that start visiting these resorts again, the the more active the nightlife will start to become. But there wasn't a lot of people for them to try to provide nightlife to. So while they did provide something every night, there definitely was like not a there was never a night that you went totally without any options. But it was definitely quieter, I think, than pre COVID times. So speaking of entertainment, let's move to like day, daytime entertainment. Um, what did y'all get to do when you were there? I know I saw one specific activity that I thought was pretty cool, but um, <laughs> what kind of daytime activities did y'all partake in? So the first few days that we were there, we definitely spent a lot of time um, just, you know, relaxing by the pool and the beach and things like that. Um, the first day we kind of explored the resort. We hopped around a lot between the different pools and the beach. Um, one thing that I noticed as soon as we got there, well, I should say the first day we really spent at the pool, uh, was that there are no floats, uh, sandals resorts usually offer floats that guests can use. Um, so we were awfully disappointed by that and we <laughs> would have paid attention to that going into it, but 
we were able to purchase our own from the gift shop. Uh, my advice to anyone that is considering visiting a Sandals resort right now, uh, before they bring those back, whenever that happens, bring your own. Um, you could probably get it on Amazon for like five, 10 bucks where we spent like 25 bucks at the gift shop. Um, so if we would have, I definitely wish we would have known that in advance, but we made the best of it. It did not ruin our vacation by any means. Um, just a little advanced warning to everybody else. Um, but yeah, so we did a lot of pool hanging and beach hanging. Um, my husband and I are both certified scuba divers. So we actually dove while we were there too. Um, so part of Sandals Inclusions is all of your water sports as well as your uh, scuba diving. So it had been two years since the last time we dove. So Sandals did require us to take a refresher course. Um, this was something that we did have to pay for just uh, forewarning everyone. So depending on how long it's been since you last dove, they had like different levels of refresher courses. Um, but we basically, we went to the pool, we got, you know, full scuba gear, everything like that. We practiced all of our skills, which anybody who's familiar with diving, we did, you know, mass clearing, um, drills for when you're run out of air or something like that. Um, you know, we did buddy breathing and we practiced our buoyancy and all things like that. So after we did our refresher, we were able to actually dive. Uh, so we went out and we did two different dives with sandals. Um, one, we did a reef that was maybe about 45, 50 feet down. The other one, we did a reef that was actually a shipwreck. This was like the fav my favorite dive that I've been on yet. It was awesome. Oh, wow. We had an underwater camera and that I had pictures, but I did not have pictures. But there were so many colorful fish. It was great. We saw these gigantic lobsters that were probably the size of like my queen <laughs> size bed. It was oh, crazy. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, we also booked an excursion through Island Roots. Uh, Island Roots is a partner of Sandals. So it's Sandals recommended excursion vendor. Uh, so if you are booking a trip with Sandals, uh, one of our agents can help you book an Island Roots an Island Roots excursion as well. Um, given COVID times, leaving the resort is not as free flowing as it might've been in the past. Um, you know, things are still kind of restricted out in the towns and, you know, surrounding public areas. So I definitely suggest using a vendor like Island Roots for your excursions. Um, we did not have to wear masks on the way to our excursion because we were with all other Sandals couples that we've been at the resort with the whole time. But we did have to wear a mask through our excursion. So kind of like if, you know, you're in a place in the U.S. where you have to wear a mask all the time. It was kind of like that. Um, we did zip lining. It was a lot of fun. I will be honest, it was very hot in the jungle in Antigua in August with a mask on. But it was a lot of fun. Um, but it was good to know that we booked it through, you know, a reputable vendor. So we didn't have to worry about getting there or you know, having anything not go right when we got there. So that, you know, took a lot of uh, worry away from us. That was good. Um, but yeah, we just, you know, besides the diving and the zip lining, we just did a lot of chilling and enjoying some beverages. And it was very, very relaxing. Well, thank you, Megan, for coming on and really sharing your experience with us. And I'm once again, so excited that you got to go partake in this. Um, I hope that any of you that are considering possibly visiting a sandal sometime in the near future, uh, definitely give it a go because I promise you will not be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you had a fantastic time. I did want to go ahead and thank you all for tuning in today. 
If you would like a quote to a Sandals property or any other destination, please email us at contact us at marvelousmousetravel.com. I'll provide a link in our show notes. We hope you have a marvelous week and we will talk to you soon. Bye everyone.